Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Good morning to all the grade 9 economic and management science learners. As you heard, my name is Nikki Ulifir and I'm representing the Hating Department of Education today. I'm also going to teach you a little bit more about financial literacy. I hope you are well. I hope you are warm. And I also hope you have a pen and notebook ready because we are going to jump right into it. So at the end of this lesson, you should be able to give me a brief description of the National Credit Act. You should also be able to record transactions in the Debtors Journal. Now, this is a brand new journal I'm going to teach you about. We also call it the DJ, but it's got nothing to do with music. I promise you that. And then I'm also going to teach you how to record receipts from Debtors in the Cash Receipt Journal. So now that you know what we are working towards, let's start at the beginning. Have you ever owed someone money? Hmm. Take a moment to think about that. Maybe you have borrowed some money from a friend. Maybe you have asked your parents in advance on your pocket money. We have all done that. Can you still remember what buying on credit means? Yes. It's an arrangement made by a customer with the business to pay later for goods. Next question. Can you give me a definition of a debtor? Of course, it is a person who owes money to the business. Well done, great man. Let me teach you more new terminology that will assist you with today's lesson. Now, our first word is an invoice. Now, an invoice is a sold document issued to customers when it's sold on credit. Remember, we cannot issue a receipt because we have not received the cash yet. So we issue an invoice to a data. Are you ready for the second word? Our second new word is business journal, or as we use it in abbreviation, a detail. Now, a business journal is a journal where we record all transactions of this sale. Because we have not received a cash payment for the goods yet, we cannot record this transaction in the cash receipt journal. That is why we have a separate journal for when we sell goods on credit. And then the last new word will be debtors control. When someone owes you money or owes business or owes money to the business, we have to keep tabs on them, right? Yes, we must have at least some sort of control. So this control is the account that simply checks any amount owed to the business. So we have control over whether they come back to pay us or not. So before I show you how to complete this new business journal, let me give you a very brief background on the National Credit Act, or the NCA as we call it. Now, the National Credit Act is a South African Act that educates consumers on the responsibility of buying on credit. You cannot get reckless about it. It also ensures that the money that you owe to your business is paid 
back. It also aims to assist businesses that is credit provided in granting credit in a responsible way so that the customers or the consumers cannot commit to more than what they can afford. Have you ever heard your parents talk about the credit score or the credit readiness? Now, this is exactly what I'm talking about here. Remember, credit is good for you. Sometimes it gives you that extra edge when you want to buy those things that are just out of your reach. The problem comes in when debt can quickly spiral out of control. So the chip is with you, good nine learner, as a future business owner, to have a responsible credit agreement with your business. This credit agreement should include the credit limit, so what is the maximum amount a business can owe on a specific date? I would say include the payment terms, how long do they have to pay their account, any incentives or rewards, maybe if they come and pay you a little bit earlier, or any penalties when they come and don't pay you at all. Right. So having this now, as your background knowledge, let's start to record some transactions in the business journal, shall we? Let me just first remind you again, and good now learner, this is very important. When a business sells goods and credit to a business, we cannot record the transaction in the CRJ. Why? Because we have not received the cash yet. The debt will only end later. Therefore, we write all the credit sales transactions in a separate journal called the debtors journal. Right. So now let's get to the practical stuff. Get your pen and notebook ready and let us draw a journal with only six columns. Right, I'm going to give you a few seconds and then I'm going to give you the heading for these columns of the journal. So let's go. Our first column will be for your document number. Our second column will be for the day. Did you get that? Right. The heading for our third column will be Victor. The fourth column will be for failure number. The fifth column is for files. And the heading for the sixth column is obviously for cost of sales. Because sales and cost of sales always go together. Those two, those two are like besties. Remember, we also complete the British Journal on a monthly basis. Just like all the other journals, and we're also going to have a heading for that. Perfect. Well, I'm going to use the same transaction that my provincial colleague used when she explained the accounting equation to you guys a couple of weeks ago. Are you ready? So, let's record our first transaction into the business journal. Let me read the transaction number one. On the first, we sold this on credit to C Cam for 800 rand and our cost price was 500 rand. We issued invoice number 51. Let me read the transaction once again to make sure you got all that information. We sold this on credit to C Cam for 800 rand. Our cost price was 500 rand and we issued invoice number 
1941. Do you see how different this transaction looks like from a cash receipt transaction? Let's go through it again and we identify the clues, the key words that will tell us that this is actually a transaction that must be recorded in the debtor's journal. Let's go again. We still good on credit. So credit is the key word. That's the clue that this is a credit sale transaction. We saw it to income, 800 rand. Our cost price was 500 rand. And we issued invoice. That is your second clue. So our two clues were credit and invoice. Right, so now that we know this is definitely a transaction that must be recorded in the debtor's journal, let's go and record it. So our document number will be 41. That's the number of our invoice. Remember, we have a duplicate invoice. We issued the original invoice to the customer on the day of the purchase. Today was the first. What was the name of our debtor? T. Camp. As far as column, you can leave empty for now. We will complete it later when we do ledgers. Right, let's report the sales amount. It was 800 rand. Yes, you're right. And then our cost of sales was 500 rand. Wow, that is actually so, so easy. Are you ready for transaction number two? Right, let's go. Transaction number two reads as follows. Sheet, invoice. 42 to D2 for 9,400 rand. Our cost price is 5,875 rand. For the key watches that he bought on account. I'm going to read it one more time so you can sure, make sure you have all the information. The issue involves 42 to D2. For 9,400 rand, our cost price was 5,875 for the two washers that he bought on account. Did you get that? Right. So before we start, let's go and identify our keywords or our clues that will tell us that this is indeed a credit sale transaction. Literally, we issue invoice. So you can circle invoice. Invoice is your keyword. Put it to to be you for 9,400 rand. Our cost price was 5,875 for the two watches that he bought, and listen carefully, on account. Meaning you will only come and pay later. Right. So are you ready to record this transaction? Let's go. In your document column, let's write the number of the invoice. It was invoice number 42. Do you see it in the order? Yes. The day was the second. The debtor was D2. Our sales amount was 9,400 and our cost of sales was 5,800 and 75. Well done, good nine minutes. I'm very proud of you. Do you see how simple and straightforward it actually is? Let me quickly go through each column and summarize the UCJ of. First, we have our document number column. 
starting to rewrite the number after it was given. The second column, they will record the day on which the transaction took place. Under the debtor column, we write the name of the person to whom these goods were sold on credit. Do not write anything under further at this stage. This column will be completed when we post to the ledgers. Then we're going to record your selling price under the column called sales. If the amount of cost of sales is given to you, you can record it under cost of sales. But remember, grade 9 learner, if it's not given, you should be able to calculate and then record it. So keep those calculators close. And then at the end, when you have completed the journal, you can close off the journal at the end of the month. Closing off a journal means you add your two columns. In this case, it will be sales and cost of sales. As easy as that. Now, let's take it a step further now that you guys are champions in recording transactions in the debtors journal. Let's look at what happens now when that debtor comes back and pays his or her account. Many goods are sold on credit. The business expects the customer to pay or settle the amount due at a later stage. Remember we learned how to record transactions in the cash receipt journal. Now we're going to follow the same procedure here, but we are just going to add a column for debtors control in our cash receipt journal. And that is where all the amounts you see from our debtors will be recorded. So let us get an example of a CRJ in front of you. Remember, a CRJ has the headings of document, the day, the details, our analysis of receipts, bank, sales, cost of sales, and now our brand new column, debt is control. And then we also have in our sundry accounts. Right, so let's look at the following transaction. And this is now where a debtor came back and paid the amount for AG. Our first transaction reads as follows. We received a check for 2,760 rand from City Event in payment of an account. Issued receipt number 83. Now let's look at our keywords here. How do you know this is a debtor who paid their account? We received a check, so that would indicate we have, we have received cash for 2,760 rand from City Events. So City Events obviously bought some um, stock from us on credit and now they came back to pay us in payment of a account. And then we issued them a receipt. Why did we issue them a receipt? Because we have now received the money. Yes. So let's report this in our DRJ. In the document column, we will write 83, that's the number of our receipts, a day, if it's a CTS, usually they just come and pay you at the end of the month or if they have received their salary. The details, you came and paid us? Yes. City event. In analysis of receipts, you're going to write your amount. It was 2,760 rand. And if that was the only transaction of the day, you can go and write it in the bank column. 
you do not try to do sales or cost of sales, but rather in debt test control. You can record your 2,760 rand. Remember, this is not a brand new sale. You have only received money for a sale that already took place, and that is why you do not record it in sales and cost of sales. Are you ready for the next one? Transaction number two reads, on the 31st, we received 4,800 rand from D. Pool in full settlement of his account. And we issued receipt number 84 to D. Pool. Let me read it again. On the 31st, we received 4,800 rand from D. in full settlement of his account. And we issued receipt number 84. Now let's identify our keyword there. We have received, so that is why we are going to write it in the cash receipt journal. We received 4,800 rand in full settlement of his account. Now guys, we need the full settlement. We know that this is a debtor who came back and paid the money that he owed to the business. Right, are you ready to record this in your CRJ? Let's start. The document number is 84. It follows an 83. will always be in numeric order. Our day is the 31st, the payday, and in the details, it was the due pool. It's 4,800 rand in your analysis of receipts. If this was the only transaction for that day or the only money received, you can go and bank it. And then in which column do you write it again? Yes, in your debt control. Remember, not in sales, not in cost of sales. Well done. I am so proud of you. Right. Remember, practice makes perfect. And that is the key of doing well in financial literacy. Practice makes perfect. So in order to practice more of the recording of credit sales in the business journal, as well as the recording of cash receipts of debtors in the cash receipt journal, you can refer back to past provincial papers. You will find all these questions um, under Section C, that is the Financial Literacy section. And you can also use your textbook that you received from school. You can just refer to credit sales transactions for more examples and activities. Good luck, and hopefully, when I visit your business one day, I will get a little bit of trade discount. Thank you for listening to me, and thank you for completing these activities with me. I really, really applaud you during this time for putting in the effort and time to learn more about this great subject that we call EMA. Radio 2000 Podcast.